Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the Dogcast brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Tim Edwards, joined by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson. How are you, Sean? Good, thanks, Tim. Yeah, great to be with you again on the Dogcast. We're going to have a nice run in the next Mm. few weeks with all our feature races coming up. So... Uh, yeah, really looking forward to the show today. Yeah, we've got plenty of racing coming up, haven't we? We're going On this edition, we're going to preview the uh, 2021 SA State National Sprint and Distance Finals. That's coming up this Thursday night at Murray Bridge. We're also going to review the two finals held during the week for the uh, SA Straight Track Championship Final at Murray Bridge. And, of course, last, last Sunday night, we saw the Champion Puppy Final uh, at Gawler. So we're going to review both of those races. We're also going to have a chat to Lauren Harris, who's got mm. uh, two key chances there on Thursday night with Daniels, Charlie and Rhyme Nor Reason in the Sprint Championship and, of course, Tapestry Tears in the Distance Championship, Sean. That's all coming up on today's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Yeah, the Week in Review, as always, brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co., proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our GAP SA Greyhounds in the GAP Prison Programs. They're based right here in South Australia. Visit their website, freshpetfoodco, or one word, .com.au. Now, Sean, let's turn our attention, first of all, back to last Wednesday. We saw the straight track final. Now, we spoke to um, uh, last week... Ray Border. Ray Border mm-hmm. with uh, Aston Elena, yes. and it was normally a good luck sign to <laughs> who we interview. Normally come out and run pretty well there, Greyhound. So uh, Ray suggested Aston Elena would run well, and yep. it did. It got a beautiful run through early to win and defeat Shivano and Ransom's Pride. Um, Craggy Island didn't get the best of luck, the favourite out there in box seven, Sean. No, he didn't. Um, he, yeah, he, he didn't begin as well as what he normally can. Um, and then he copped a check um, early in the race. Crusher Enemy from Drew the One wanted to get wide, and I think it took um, some chance away from some of the other greyhounds. But take nothing away from Aston Elena, um, this greyhound's flying mm. fantastically well for Dave Peckham. Shivano running second. Initially, Tim, they ran first and second in the straight track cup back in May. Mm. Uh, so they've gone first and second in the state final of the of the uh, straight track there at the bridge on Wednesday. But, uh, yeah, again, we've spoken about Dave Peckham. He does a lot of mm. kilometres and uh, mm. gets he's reaping the rewards because you do see him pretty regularly now at Murray Bridge, mm. um, at Mount Gambier and Murray Bridge. So... And he's getting a lot of winners. And on the state trainers premiership, he's doing wonderfully well. Yeah. Well, it's a three and a half hour trip, as you know, to uh, to Murray Bridge from Mount Gambia. So he is doing the miles and he gets the, the cash there with Aston Elena, who ran 18.58. Shivano was well in the market. Um, Ransom's pride. Rebecca Romain ran second, third and fourth with uh, her three runners. And as we said, Craggy Island, we're going to forgive that performance. Didn't have the best of luck for Ray Fewings. And we know he's a, a dog with a bit of X factor about him. So... That was the Murray Bridge Straight Track Championship final last Wednesday. Congratulations to uh, to Dave Peckham there with Aston Elena. Now, we had two heats last Thursday of the Sprint Championship. Uh, heat number one was taken out by Rushes for Lisa Rasmussen. He ran 30 and 11, defeating Rhyme Nor Reason, Boombox Robbie and Fantastic Shell, who uh, finished in fourth position. Um, I think this race, Sean, we sort of knew early on what was going to happen here. Once Rushes found the rail uh, after yep. about 30 or 40 metres, we know that Rushes is particularly strong and he sort of got a mid-race break on them. Rhyme Nor Reason was smart enough to weave his way through the field from box six. 
and he ran home into second. And they were clearly the best two performances in the race. Yeah, I think so, Tim. Russia's got a beautiful run early and was able to um, get to the lead. To be honest, I thought he might have ran away from them a little bit um, better. But Rhyme Nor Reason's a very good dog, can, has run time there at the bridge. Boombox Robbie got home really well. And Fantastic Shell, once uh, Fantastic Shell wasn't able to lead, mm. was always going to be a little bit hard for that greyhound. But Russia's... We saw through the Shane McQueen how strong he is. So once he let off the back, he was, uh, you know, the win was there for him. Um, and um, from box three, he began really well too. So interesting in the final, he's drawn wide that he, he probably can, if he can begin, begin that well, he's right in it. Yeah. And he doesn't have to lead to win rushes. That's the no. beauty of him. He can come from behind. So I think out of that heat, we take out the rushes and rhyme the reason by far superior to the others. Heat number two, uh, we had Daniel's Charlie run very good time, 29.89, just pinged out from box four and led all the way. Uh, he was able to defeat Maximum Refusal, still the prize, caught the eye flashing home late, and Gary's Miracle ran in fourth position. But uh, terrific, Keith was in the market that night, and certainly he probably didn't have the best of luck. Yep. Um, and he'll go around Thursday night in a different race. Yeah, that's right. I think Daniel's Charlie, 29.89, they don't go much quicker over the 5.30. He showed brilliant speed, and and that's what he likes to do. And he's been getting stronger and stronger this preparation. We'll talk to Lauren Harris later in the show. Uh, but he was probably more of a 395, 455 dog coming back, stepped up to the 530, and, and mm. it continues on his winning way. Maximum refusal, as you mentioned, Tim. Uh, another good run for Dave Peckham. Actually, I thought he was going to drift out of the placings, mm. just turning for home, but then battled back really well to run second. Still the prize, a really interesting dog. I, I, I like this dog because he's really progressive, but he runs around in blinkers. You don't yeah. see too many dogs running around with blinkers on. No. Uh, and Gary's Miracle made another feature final, Tim, mm, just yeah. another one for yep. uh, Mick Stewart. Uh, probably not going as well as what she was in the past, but she's got a live chance. We know how good she is. Yeah, very even lineup. the final. We'll talk about that a bit later on. Last Sunday night, we had the final of the champion puppy. Good night for Troy Murray. He had first and second in the final. Bazman was able to defeat, came and went. Bazman was able to push hard early. I thought he might have got checked on that first corner, but he really drove hard between runners and uh, sort of pushed himself into a position where down the back he ran to the lead and got away at about $11. So he was a good price defeating, came and went, Kenya Razor and Kenya Storm. What did you make of the race, Sean? Well, leading into the race, I thought it was a very even champion puppy final. Mm. Mally Magic came out as a scratching, but it was going to be one of the favourites for Rasmussen's, which probably made it even more even. Um, Bassman wasn't the favourite of the Murray team, mm. probably because they thought came and went, was probably going to lead, and Bassman probably not. But whilst he began a little bit um, slowly, he... He did push really hard and, and it got tight there on the first turn and he was able to push nice and hard and, and find himself in front. Around 31.40, it's not an overly quick time, but I think it's they're just a, an even bunch of young greyhounds. Mm, mm. Um, again, I can't make a lot of the race, to be honest. No. Uh, it'd be interesting to see where these greyhounds go in the future. I thought Zinfandel Nikki, we spoke about her as a bit of an enigma. She actually um, led them to the winning post, mm. but then the pressure came and she f found herself checked. Um, ended up running fifth. Uh, again, they're progressive type. So over time, we'll see where they go. The f one of the favourites, Deadly Man, but box eight, I don't think he's a wide dog. No, he missed uh, it and was never in it, was he? Yeah, I think he's much, much better closer to the inside. So, I mean, I'll be following him when he gets to the inside. Yeah, I think came and went worth following too. That was his second run over that sort of distance. So he'll get better with that performance. Um, now, just before we wrap up the review, uh, Angle Park due back this month.
Yep. Exciting news. Back on the 26th of August now. Yeah, that's right. Um, very exciting, Tim. We just had a few um, slight delays with mm. the, the SA lockdown, the bad weather that we've had. And so we've, we've gone back effectively from the Saturday, the 21st to Thursday, the 26th will mm. be our first race meeting. Our first trial session will be tonight, Wednesday night. Yep. Um, so it will be interesting to see how um, the dogs go around there. Uh, we've got uh, um, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday trial sessions. We'll have a picnic meeting in a week and a half on a, on a Sunday mm-hmm. as a good lead up to our first meeting. So uh, things have progressed quite quickly. Um, from a racing point of view, it's, it's right here on our doorstep. As I said, we're trialling tonight. Uh Aiming for the 26th, everything's on target. There's still some work to be done around the venue. So anyone coming to the trials tonight will see there's still construction work going on. I mean, yep. that's just what's happened. But from a racing point of view, timing, a law system and all that, we're, we're ready to go. So be really interesting to get some feedback from the participants mm. uh, as we trial uh, in the coming days and, and coming week. And yeah, all, all steam ahead for our first meeting on Thursday. Uh, Thursday the 26th of August. All right, sounds good. It sounds very positive. All right, that's been the Week in Review. Thanks to Fresh Pet Food Co. All one word. Look them up on their web- website, freshpetfoodco.com.au. The Preview. Yeah, big night, Thursday night, Murray Bridge, uh, the venue. Of course, we're going to have the uh, the State National Distance Championship Final and the Sprint Championship Final. Races numbers four and six on the program there on Thursday night, a 12-race card ahead of us. So, all right, Sean, let's start with the distance. Uh, this is the field. Mr. Curie's come up with box one. Couture has come up with two. Bedrock Fred, good to see him back in SA, has come up with three. Tapestry Tears for Lauren Harris in four. Sir Truculent, the truck's back. He's got box five. Six New Year Tears for Ryan Tugwell. Seven Departure Gate for Damian Bates. And Fantastic Radley. Uh, can he keep that picket fence going? He's out there in box number eight. Great field. Um, it's great to see that we've got the truck, Fantastic Radley and Bedrock Fred all lining up in the, in the same race. Absolutely. Uh, wonderful. We've got an, an eight-dog final. Of course, Tim, there was no um, heats of this race. It's a, it's a one-off best eight with the stayers, and, and people will see that across the country. That's the way all these staying events have been done. Mm. Uh, being races four and six, and this one being race four, it's to align on a national um, schedule yep. that um, within a two-hour block, all of these state finals will be conducted. So a wonderful, um, uh, anyone who wants to watch it on TV or, or, or obviously get out to the track, we've got patrons there. It's going to be a great addition of both of these series. The stairs over the 680, really, really interesting race. Um, fantastic Radley, a bit flat last week and... Mm. Um, Maybe the, the the track record performance the week before took a bit out of him. Mm. No doubt he'll be primed for the uh, for the final uh, on Thursday night. Box eight, I think you'd like him from an inside draw, but it doesn't really matter. I think with him, he's got no. enough speed to roll forward. So Truculent, um, what do you make of him, Tim? Yes. I mean, he was a little bit um, oh disappointing. Mm. He was he was he was injured, like a, a slight injury, but. Still disappointing. Mm. Um, I'm not writing him off because we've done that yeah. before and he's come back to haunt us. So, uh, yeah, he he's going to be the interesting dog. So, Truculent, you're right. Fantastic. Radley looked a bit flat. The truck's got question marks to him. So, all of a sudden you start thinking, is there going to be a boil over in yeah. this race? Is mm. it going to be the likes of Bedrock Fred who comes back to SA, has performed well there in the past, has, hasn't been sort of over-raced in the last two or three weeks? 
Um, or will it be one of the Harris or Tugwell pair, New yep. Year tiers or Tapestry tiers? Uh, it's got so many question marks, this race. And I think from what we saw, a fantastic Radley and Sir Truculent go head-to-head again. I think you've got to tip fantastic Radley because he's got the measure of the truck. Yep. I, as I said before on the show, I don't think the truck's really a Murray Bridge dog, to yeah. be honest. I think he's more of an Angle Park dog. But, um, yeah, at this stage, I'll be leaning to Radley yep. ahead of the truck and bedrock Fred. And I think new year tears will probably go in as my fourth selection, but I won't be surprised if the truck pulls out a performance because mm. he's the sort of dog that can do that. And he jumped well over there in Brisbane. So, um, if he jumps and runs and gets near fantastic Radley early, I think what the people want is, is a race, a yeah. real race up to the home bend where who's, who's going to be the fittest. Yeah, absolutely. Um, bedrock Fred, as you mentioned, Tim was good performances in Queensland. Mm. He hasn't raced back in SA since those performances. He's the only dog who's beaten fantastic Radley. He mm. did beat him at the bridge, mm. um, early in before fantastic Radley got on this wonderful run of, of race wins. So I wouldn't be riding him off at all, but you've just got to go to the class in a lot of these races. And whilst the likes of, I think departure gate for Damien Bates, um, Couture, Ben Rawlings is getting him back into some mm. sort of form. Uh, and tapestry tears and year tears have been really consistent. I think you've got to look for the class. Mm. So I'm a bit with you. Uh, fantastic Radley go with what you know. And I think I know what you're going to get with him. Yep. He's going to roll forward. He's going to be on speed and we've shown at his best, no one can compete with him. No. And one thing, you're not going to get a dollar ten about him this week. He's going to be no. better priced because you've got the truck and bedrock Fred in the race. So I think we both agree. Radley's on top for the pair of us. Yeah. The truck and bedrock Fred look to be the dangers. Uh, can't wait to see what unfolds in that race. That's going to be a ripper on race four on Thursday night, 7.49 local time. Now, the National Sprint Championship, the state division, Boombox Robbie's come up with box one. Rhyme nor reason in two. Still, the prize has come up with three. Maximum refusal, four. Then you've got Gary's Miracle. She's come up with five. Six, Daniels, Charlie the Green. Seven, Rushes in the black. And number eight, Fantastic Show in the pink. Reserves here, Terrific Keith and Silent Jacko. So this is a very intriguing race. Um, at this stage, I think I'm leaning to Daniels Charlie from what I saw of him last week. It was lovely to see him ping the lids like yep. he did. It'll be a great story if he can win this race. And we'll talk to Lauren a bit later on, but... This dog's been through some hard times and yep. he was up there with one of our best sprinters going back 18 months ago. So if he comes out and leads, I probably think there's only a couple of dogs that could probably run him down. Um, I think rushes and rhyme nor reason for mine are the two major, major dangers yep. and fantastic show. Not totally riding that greyhound off. It's got box eight. And if it were able to find the lead, uh, it's got a quick time around there, 2948. So yep. they're my four. I'm sort of working around at this stage. Yeah, I'm, I think um, I'm going to have to stick with you, Tim, as well. You're a good judge, Ooh, I think. I don't know about that. Um, so, it's been a tough week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, personally, uh, I do like rushes in the final for the Rasmussens. I, I do cast my mind back to the Shane McQueen, where mm. rushes was able to come from an unwinnable position to win the race. Um, and I think he's going to be closer in this race than what he was in that final. He's he's drawn box seven. He's got a wonderful record from a wide draw. Mm. And he should, if, if the race goes to to sort of pattern, you'd expect Daniels Charlie to come out. Mm. Rushes is going to get a nice run across, I think. Mm. And I think he can be the strongest on the way home. So I'm leaning more towards him. I agree with you, Tim. Um, Daniels Charlie, it's wonderful to see this dog um, back in form. Uh, um, excited to see where he goes from here, but he's got great speed, mm. we know. So he'll be really hard to beat. And I do like rhyme nor reason, again, for the, the mm. Harris team, because... Uh, he could lead here. Yeah, he could. He could. He I could think, lead here. Mm. I don't think anything else. I don't. 
Gary's miracle could lead mm. um, from box five, but just not in the form as, as no. what she was. So I think Rhyme the Reason could lead, but I think the the wider runners will come across. So Daniel's Charlie rushes and fantastic shell, mm. say track record holder, really hard to beat. But I'm leaning for my top selection to be rushes in what will be a, a terrific edition of, of the sprint series, bearing in mind, Tim, that we'll, we'll, we'll um, announce our national champions. Unfortunately, there's no group one final. No. Um, which which was to be held in Victoria, yep. uh, but uh, again, like last year, um, it'll still be wonderful recognition for who it, who is the best um, sprinter mm. and stayer in the state at this time. Yep, it looks to be a great night there Thursday night, twelve race card. Um, I made my best, Sean, in the last. I thought it was a tricky program. I'm going to take the punt that Fantastic Victor can get into the winners list here in South Australia. He's never been over the four fifty five at Murray Bridge, but. He's been racing in better races, and he comes up with box eight. Last race, he might be able to whiz down from the outside and lead throughout. So I'm making him the best. I think another storm might just bring him into the race here. And Lilypad can jump pretty quickly as well. So I'm going to take the punt that number eight handles the, the 455 and can win the last. What did you like, Sean? Well, I was went to race eight, number eight, Victor Reed mm. for Lisa Rasmussen. One four from four from the pink Uh he was long odds on favourite last week from box one. I reckon, yeah. he, I don't think he's had much go at Murray Bridge, to be honest. He's been campaigning at Gawler because he mm. was obviously through the the Produce and the Howard Ashton series there. Uh, he'll, be, he'll benefit much more from, from that run. And he did want to get wide from the box one. So I think from box eight, he'll just range up over the 455. I think he'll just be far too strong for them. I reckon he'll be around even money, and I reckon that's not a bad price. Yep. Okay, so you like race eight, number eight. I'm going race 12, number eight. They are the uh, the preview. That is, of course, for the big program Thursday night, the State National Distance Championship, and, of course, the State uh, Sprint Championship as well, races four and six on the program. That's been the preview. The Interview. Yeah, the interview this week, of course, is focusing on the big program Thursday night at Murray Bridge. And uh, Lauren Harris has got some key chances there on Thursday night. As we say, good morning to Lauren. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Timmy. How are you? Very good, very good. It's an exciting week for the uh, Harris and Tugwell Kennels. You've got some big chances there on Thursday night and uh, none more than, I guess, in the final of the sprint. Let's talk about that race first, race number six. Great to see Daniel's Charlie back doing what he's doing. We'll talk about him in a moment. But uh, rhyme nor reason, first of all, number two, he took a little while to win a race here for you in South Australia, but he wasn't getting beaten far. He was just finding bad luck. And he seems to have really come on since that win. And I was just saying to Sean a short time ago, box two, he's a rough chance of leading here. Yeah, he, he has um, taken a while to settle in, I think, and get used to our routine. Um, and, and like you said, he, he kept bumping into something that was just that little bit better. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just grateful that, you know, we've, we've been able to qualify two runners for the final. And, you know, um, he is in with a chance from box two because I don't think there's much early, early speed mm. um, around him. Um, even though he's probably not ideally drawn on the inside, mm. his stats show that he's better from out wide. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, no, he, he's actually racing really well at the moment. Yeah, you talk about his stats. He hasn't won from boxes one, two or three. He's had a stack of placings from all of them, though. But one thing I did notice with him in the in the heats last week, Lauren, is he weaves his way through a field very nicely, doesn't he? Yeah, I was really impressed with that um, run last week to qualify. Like At one stage, he was nearly last. And mm. um, on, on the 
on that run, I thought, oh, he's, he's not not going to make much ground up. But I was impressed with the way he weaved through the field and, and got to second. And when Rushes, Rushes was in front, we weren't going to run him down. But I was just pleased to qualify. Yeah, now he's from New South Wales originally. How did you get hold of him? Yeah, so um, last year when I was over in Sydney for the Million Dollar Chase, I yep. got introduced to um, Minnie and John Finn, who were his previous trainers. Um, and, uh, yeah, just build a connection um, from being over there during that series. And, yeah, she, she rang me up one day and said, oh, I've got a dog to send over to you. So, yeah, it was, it was just by chance. Is he a good kennel dog? Is he nice and relaxed at race nights? Yeah, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So, no, he's a pleasure to have. And your other chance, Daniel's Charlie. Now, this dog has been one of my favourites along the way for a long time, Lauren. And um, I, I turned my attention back to 18 months ago, or probably a little bit more now, but he was back then seen, I guess, in my eyes and, and a few other people as being in our top four or five sprinters in South Australia, along with the likes of Shadow Mist, etc. But uh, what went wrong with him? Because he did he leave your kennel there for a while, Lauren? Yeah, so he's he's owned by Kelly and Noel Watson, and and they've been severely impacted with the COVID, um, as as a lot of people have been. Uh, they haven't been able to travel to SA, which they predominantly race their dogs and trial and and all that sort of stuff. And and when that hit last year, um, they decided to take him back so they could go and race at Horsham and and country places like that. Um, and uh, yeah, so they took him back, and and unfortunately he got a couple of injuries and um, I think he had a bit of a virus at some stage and it's just taken a long time to get his body right and get his confidence back because he's a big dog on confidence um, but yeah just you know he, he was going super um, you know before he, he left and and you know we did have the big races in, in mind and he just wasn't quite running out the 515 angle part but as mm. he got a bit older um, you know he's he, Maybe lost to half a length early in his early pace, um, mm. um, and but gained a, a, a little bit on his run home. So um, he's really relished stepping up to the 5:30 at the moment. Yeah, I remember Ryan telling me at Angle Park one night this dog got very sick, didn't he? He was he was really ill there for a while. Yeah, he spent a couple of a couple of nights um, at the vet at John Katakazi's. Um, yeah, he just. You know, he, he ran a, ran a really good race, and he just pulled up really flat and dehydrated, and and yeah, so we, we rushed him straight there, and and he spent nearly three or four nights there. So, mm. um, you know, thankful for their team down there that do a wonderful job and um, got him back, and it was it just took a long time to get him right. Yeah, and, and did you expect him to lead like he did last Thursday night? No, um, I thought uh, terrific Keith would you know have that drill early again, um, but he's just since he's got his confidence up from being able to find the front and, and not being touched, he's he's just yeah jumping out of the ground and he's changed a little bit his attitude in the kennel and become real real confident at home and uh, telling everyone who's boss and which is not like him and he's because he's normally really quiet but mm. yeah no he's 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 found a bit of um, attitude I should say as he's got a bit older yeah and no doubt the plan for him is to head towards something like the Adelaide Cup in October. Yeah, all, all um, barring injury. Um, you know, we've got a few things that we have to monitor every week with him and um, and that, but de- definitely in the plans to um, head back to the city when we can. How confident would you be if he led Thursday night? Do you think he'd be strong enough to hold on? Oh, it depends where Russia sits. If he, if, he, if, he can, if he gets across behind me, well, I think he might be too strong, but 
Um, you know, I, I would love nothing more to see both of them, both of um, Ron or Reason and Charlie out in front and give us every hope to possibly go back to back. It, it would be a big thrill for you, Lauren, of course, because your team's been going super this year. You've had a lot of winners, uh, a lot of winners. And, um, you know, some things haven't gone to plan along the way over the last six months, but uh, you've bounced back really hard. And it, it would be great to see uh, Daniel's Charlie or Ron or Reason take this feature out for you. Yeah, yeah, it's been a rough, uh, you know, start of the years, you know, um, even though we've been really good on the track, but, you know, behind mm. the scenes there's yeah. been a few ups and downs. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I'd love nothing more than see one of these boys take it out and, you know, especially Charlie because he's, you know, he has put the performances on the board and, and you know, possibly deserves to win a feature race. Mm. Yeah, no doubt about it. We, we can't wait to see what happens there on Thursday night. Um, your other runners you've got in the distance final. Um, obviously, we were speaking about Citruculin and Fantastic Radley, etc. But you've got two greyhounds that I guess, I guess they're sick of seeing the backsides of Fantastic Radley of late. And they are Tapestry Tears and New Year Tears. They're really honest greyhounds, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're, they're, they're true stayers. Um, you know, I just... We've, we've, we're finding that the 680 at Murray Bridge is, is maybe a little bit short for them, um, but you know they're, they're fantastic kennel dogs and and you know they enjoy racing every week and, and pulling up a treat and you know um, and and you know we actually enjoy watching Sir Truculin and and Radley race with them as well and you know we, we can't get wait till we can get them back to Angle Park over the 730 and and see what they can really do over the bit longer distance. So, Lauren, just on that, um, and again, all SA fans love seeing the likes of Radley and Sir Traculant do their business, but they wouldn't be able to do it unless the likes of you and Ryan put Tapestry Tears and New Year's Tears in the staying trip so we can run these races. And they've been small fields, but, um, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, we need the support so that those races can, can go on without you guys, you know, sort of effectively running, you know, for second, third and fourth um, with the hope of winning, Um these races wouldn't go ahead. So, I mean, it's good that, that obviously you and Ryan support these staying events. And as you mentioned, when we get to Angle Park over the 7.30, um, we, we might, you know, they might take that next step as well against these and be right at the top with them. Yeah, that that's right. You know, um, you know, Aussie, Aussie Chigier and Steve, who handles Radley and, and Wally Harkins, they're always very thankful that, you know, we nominate and, and that. And, and, and it's not just about making the field like these dogs can can run that distance as well, um, you know, and, and the dogs enjoy running and, and that. And, you know, hopefully back at Angle Park, they might not be, you know, um, they'll be a lot more competitive there because it's a little bit further for them to run. Um, but, you know, they're always in with a chance to be running a place. So, you know, they're, and they're good little tries. What's your best chance Thursday night, Lauren? Is there one there you're really keen on? Oh, obviously got a soft spot for Finnis Flash because, mm. you know, we bred and reared him um, and that. And he's finally drawn an inside box and he's still very green and, and still navigating how to run through a field and that. But, he's yeah, he's got box two. So hopefully he'll be able to either find the front a bit earlier or, or just navigate on the rail that he can sit behind the leader. Um, and that's and, and hopefully, you know, either Charlie or Ron or Reason might be able to pinch a good break in the in the in the mm. sprint final so yeah and we mustn't let you go without mentioning too lauren that you've you you cop a fair bit of stick on social media about traveling out to gawler but you've you've got a pretty good record out there in the last few months i tell you um obviously you don't travel to gawler as much but when you do i tell you what punters need to take notice because when you're out there you normally win 
Yeah, that's just a little um, ongoing joke between yeah. um, Ben Rawlings and, and our team. Um, and, uh, yeah, so not, it, nothing against the track or that. It's just sometimes it's a bit hard because yeah. we're, um, it's only Ryan and I and one of us has to stay home. Um, and then especially if it's a, a late night mm. and, and travelling um, back on a Sunday night, it, we both need to go and um, and that. So, you know, we do enjoy going out there. It's a fantastic facility and, um, you know, the dogs do enjoy having that finish on lure um, mm. when they race and that. But, yeah, we try and get out there as much as we can and, and with their carnival and that coming up, you know, some of these dogs that are in tonight will be travelling back there Um mm you know, for, for, for the Gawler Cup and, and et So Now you know how our, our, us race callers feel. Lauren travelling from Gawler to Murray Bridge to call races. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Late nights. They're hard work, let me tell you. Um, listen, yeah. Lauren, best of luck Thursday night. You've got some great chances there. Um, really looking forward to seeing what happens there in the Sprint Championship. And no doubt we'll get a bit of, bit of a roar from the crowd if Charlie happens to lob on the lead. And uh, it would be a great story if he's able to win or, or rhyme nor reason, but particularly Charlie and uh, particularly for you, what's been going on this uh, the last couple of months. Uh, best of luck Thursday night. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Lauren. Lauren Harris there with a great team of runners Thursday night. Sean, her team is flying and um, look, she's one to follow. Her greyhounds just run well anywhere. Yep. And she's right in what she says. There's only herself and Ryan to look after the greyhounds. And when you get a Sunday night meeting that finishes at 9.30, 10 o'clock, it is a late night getting home and then getting up early, sorting the dogs the next day. So you've got to pick and choose when you can go to those sort of distances. And yep. um, she, look, she's got a great team in work at the moment. And, and every one of her dogs are worth following their Thursday night. That one she mentioned, Finnis Flash, yep. it'll be good odds. It'll be 8 or $9, I would have thought, Thursday night because it's in a harder race. And it's got the likes of Tidelands and Aston O'Lena in it. Yep. Um, but she's right in what she says, Lauren. Finnis Flash is an improving dog. And now that he's got the rail, he's certainly a top three chance. Yeah, most definitely. As you mentioned, Tim, her team's going really well. Uh, obviously, with Angle Park out of action, our participants have had to do the travel um, more so between Murray Bridge and Gawler. And so credit to them that they've actually mm. taken that on board and they've supported those meetings because we, you know, we needed them to because mm. we need all of our race meetings to be supported. So either travelling to Murray Bridge or travelling to Gawler, they've been terrific through this period. And I know a lot of participants are waiting for, for Angle Park to get back on track, which it's mm. happening. But with, uh, yeah, with Lauren... Um, yeah, her greyhounds go really well. And I suppose for any punters out there, a lot of the time they do just follow the trainer. Mm. And you, you definitely could follow her with confidence because pretty much anything that she puts a lead around, you know, they're, they're a winning chance. Yeah. Uh, that is a tough um, grade six heat series. There's four heats, I think, at, at the bridge. Uh, but as you mentioned, you'll get some good odds mm. there and, uh, and expect it to run well. Yep, it's going to be a big night. It's been a big couple of weeks already in Greyhound Racing, and we're just starting to get warmed up as we head towards the opening of the Angle Park uh, racetrack and, of course, head towards uh, things like the Derby and the Oaks and the Adelaide Cup. It's all to come over the coming months. That's been another edition of today's Dogcast. <laughs>